Well, hello guys, welcome to Under the Gutter. This is Milena and with me is... is Stefano. Uh, Stefano, why is this podcast about? <laughs> um, so, as you guys have realized, we've uh, named it Welcome to Under the Gutter. But when we say gutter, we don't mean only the... Um, like the object per se. Uh, for us it's mainly places um, which makes us, us, you know, our identity. Places you don't want to go, but um, you never really go. So in general things that makes what we are, right? Yeah, like those visceral things which we don't show as much as we should. And we are focusing on books, Films, what else? TV series, um, even comic books. Alright, and the purpose actually is for us to have a talk about those things that makes us who we are. So, um, one of the books that made me who I am, really, is a book called Tenon's Lot from Stephen King. Um, and basically, it's a homage to Nosferatu. Um, so, um, in the 70s, it, it was also made into a TV series. And it's about this town in Maine, um, and a vampire goes there, and he basically... Um, uh, you know how Stephen King is, right? He starts to kill people off. Um, but it was one of the very first books that I chose to read. So, Milan, in your case, which book, um, like you chose to read? Well, if uh, the people that are listening to me really know me, they they would imagine what is the book that I'm that I'm about to say that it's Pride and Prejudice of Jane Austen because it's the book that I have read not just in English many times but also I watched the BBC TV series and the movie a lot and I'd say that pretty much changed my way of thinking society but that's the thing isn't it? Um, because when I uh, think about Jane Austen, um, like usually you've got like those two audiences, right? Um, you've got the, the like the those people who really enjoy the films but haven't really um, read the books. But when you look at the like mainly the BBC TV series, you can see that they basically followed the novel to the latter. So. Um, that's interesting because it's not very much popular, is it? Uh, you're right, actually, and I think it happens that a lot with Stephen King as well. Because people, they, when they enjoy the film, mostly they don't enjoy the book, or they enjoy the book so much that then, then they, want, they start watching the, the film adaptation, they just feel that it's uh, lost. I don't know. Uh, that's the thing, um, I don't know, I feel like sometimes directors, they pretty much fuck up the adaptation, you know. Um, do you know about a book called Dark Tower? 
Yes. So basically the main character, um, when he reads the novel, he's basically um, Clint Eastwood. Um, but then when they made the film version, um, they chose Idris Elba, who is, you know, colored. But you called my attention for something now, because I remember that the first time that I read Pride and Prejudice, for me it was like uh, the first time in English, because when you read it, for example, in your own language, a translation that was in Portuguese, it's completely a different thing. Uh, I can see that, or actually I could see that, the, as you mentioned, the TV series from BBC, it was like book-based, with all the details, all the language, all the scenarios, and I don't know, the movie maintained some of that, but they kind of give an um, humoristic um, how can I explain that? Um, it's like they want to sell it. Right? Yeah, They're not into, into like making it like this um, faithful adaptation. Exactly. Um, but like in your opinion, um, would you say that, because when I think about um, Jane Austen um, and Charles Dickens, um, I feel like people don't read it as much because it's not in vogue anymore. Um, however, I, I feel like sometimes when people try to make something to film, they don't think about the essence of their work. Uh, for me, it's interesting because every single time that I ask someone, oh, why I'm gonna, I'm gonna read a book? that I already know the story from the movie or from the TV series or so on. So why it is so important if I read it, the real thing, and I really get to know the, the writer behind it. And I hear that a lot from people. Oh, but I have, I have watched the, the film, I have, read the, I have watched the series and so on. So it's not necessary for me to read the the original thing. Yeah, yeah, um, I, and I don't know, like, I feel like people, they expect, <clears throat> like, this really faithful adaptation, but uh, what people don't consider sometimes is that it's, uh, like, this completely different media. Um, so I remember that when I watched Lords of the Rings for the first time, um, I was expecting the exact same thing, but I don't know, like, if they were to adapt Lords of the Rings, um, like, to the latter, this will take more than 15 hours for each book. Mm -hmm. And you have the visual aspect <coughs> that gives you more than sometimes you have with the reading, because when you get the book, you don't have pictures, you don't have images, so you have to try to create the scenario and all the situations that are behind the characters and their lives. So I think that's the main, for me, that's the main reason. Not the main reason, but that, that's the, the whole idea of reading, actually. Mm -hmm. And giving more, not more importance to the book than to the, the, the films or the, the, the TV series. But I believe that you have to have 
different ways of thinking the the, the book and the, the films. You cannot yeah, analyze it, them yeah, in the I same way. I think it's like um, an experience, you know, um, because um, I don't know if I, I, it's a lot about what we expect from work to work. And I don't know, like when I'm expecting this adaptation from Stephen King, usually I am really looking forward to it. Um, but I usually also make the mistake of reading lots of reviews before actually watching it. Um, so it's if most of the reviews are like really bad, I tend to not watch it, which in my opinion, it's a, a mistake. But uh, yeah, for me that's actually the opposite because I kind of don't care about the reviews, <laughs> you mm. know. I I read them, yeah. but I read just to to see if uh, what are the opinions, but not exactly that will uh, not influence my own opinion. Uh, I I wouldn't say that when I read reviews, I read it to see if the film is good or the film is bad or something or even the book i just reach and to understand what i can expect from the story yeah yeah um i don't know i like i like this thing like this surprise you know um so this weekend we went to watch summerfest and funnily enough <laughs> um, I didn't watch any trailers. Basically, I just read um, some opinions and listened to some podcasts to to um, have to have a grip. You know, um, how about you? What did you expect when you entered the um, movie movie theater? Being quite honest, I was expecting a horror film, oh. like really scary, but during the daylight with beautiful scenes with beautiful landscapes but it was completely different from what I was expecting actually um, and uh, would you say that this this thing of uh, like the surprise thing can also backfire because um, sometimes uh, like the surprise feeling can also backfire because you're like expecting a lot from a film it can, specifically because we are talking about Stephen King and Jane Austen. When you think about Stephen King, you think of the scenarios that he builds in his books. And not very often you see that in the, in the, the films, right? Mm -hmm. And Jane Austen is like the same, because when you start thinking about the, the scenario that she builds, Actually, you, you kind of start analyzing that the characters are more important. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, uh, sometimes I feel like um, Stephen King just continued what other authors um, had started. Um, so would you say that, in a way, um, Jane Austen may be like one of the people who started this, um, you know, like this thing that it's not just a book, but it's also like some kind of entertainment you mean the, the books yeah, yeah like I, I i write so that other people can have fun let's say i wouldn't say that i, I believe that when she had started her writing it was for the amusement well actually it was for the amusement of her family but 
I believe with time, when she was able to be critical about her life and the society of that time, she really started uh, doing something that was just more than a, an amusement mm -hmm. for her audience. Okay. Um, so, guys, the idea here for this first episode is first to talk about um, works that. Um, helped us build our identity. So, um, in Milena's case, it's obviously, it's Fries and Prejudice. So, uh, Milena, like, why did you start to read um, Pride and Prejudice? Well, first, because um, I, I got in contact, contact with the, the TV series and I always just like, you know, those kind of stories, love stories, and I just thought they were just love stories. And of course, I was a teenager, so I haven't I hadn't put put so much thought in it. But then when I read the the book itself, it came to my mind and I realized that it was more than just uh, romance and marriage and it is pretty much more about how women were treated and how the society was so strict into the rules and into the way that you had to talk with people in general and socialize and everything especially the the English society that it's very, that was and is still, is, I think it is a little bit closed, right? Um, I don't know, like, the, you know, that's the thing, isn't it? Because, like, most of the people who, who like, go to the UK, um, <clears throat> usually they go to either to Dublin or London. Um, and I didn't go to either of those places, actually. I went to Cork. And, I don't know, like, I felt like... Um, actually make no difference you know um because like you, they already have a lot of immigrants so like um like if you speak good if you speak good english that actually is that that is irrelevant but do you believe that they still have their way of doing things and connecting oh, yeah, with oh, yeah. people oh, yeah, definitely but you know i think this is not only about the uk this is about like everywhere else you go um because like um for instance my cousin she married to this uh, like danish guy and he also has like his like peculiar ways you know and also brazilians so um i don't think this is about the uk at all all right no um, I get what you mean, but as, well, we are Brazilian, so we just know that here it's kind of different because we have our own prejudices related to other things, but it's like we have to hide it mm -hmm. from people, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's like a taboo for us. Mm -hmm. So we have it, but we don't mention, we cannot argue, we cannot discuss it. So it's a little bit different than it is for other countries and civilizations. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And why have you chosen Salem's Lot? Um, 
<laughs> actually, um, when I first read it, I was so young that I don't actually remember why. Um, but I was always into horror, you could say. Um, vampires and... Oh, really? Yeah. Do tell! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, and you know, the, the, the thing with Stephen King is that from like 80% of his novels, there, there is always a writer. Um, on most cases, he's the main character. Um, so I like when there's like this meta thing, you know? What do you mean about that? Um, because of like... Um, most of the main characters, they are usually outsiders. Um, and when I was a child, I was like always the awkward, you know, child, always the... Um, Aren't we all? The bookworm, you know. Um, but most people, uh, when they read, they like to read like light stuff so that they can like relax. Um, my case, not really. So like, uh, like when people ask me, Oh, Stefan, what do you watch relax? I usually say... Um, like The Exorcist or uh, you could say even even the old version of Sigma's Lot even. Yeah, but even uh, for myself that um, with Jane Austen because it, when I was like around 15 and when I was a teenager if I told someone oh, I'm into Jane Austen people would look at me what? Who is that? <laughs> so, what? Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, 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 but I that, but haven't the, heard yeah, about it. But that's the thing, is that because like when you say, it's a, yeah, when you at say, at first uh, for a girl they would enjoy it because it's like a love story, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, like um, before I read Pride and Prejudice, um, I thought it was like this really soapy book, like. Um, so like I've avoided for like a long time actually. And it's interesting because I remember the maybe it was the third time I was around 18 maybe or 19 and I was watching with one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And she was, oh, I just, I thought it was just a rem- uh, love story, but mm-hmm. Even her felt differently when she mm-hmm. finished when she finished the the movie. Uh, do you think that um, like Jane Austen, uh, she puts herself in, in her novels? She puts herself in her novels all the time. Uh, what do you mean? I believe that um, every single of her novels has something related to or her personality. Or one of the members of her family, she bases, she used to base her characters into, or her sister, or her mother, or her father, someone that it was related to her somehow. So mm-hmm. every single book that you read from her, it has someone that it was related to her, mm-hmm. um, or her so herself. Guys, I opened here like this um, website with basically curiosities about Jane Austen. Um, so we are going to use this to discuss a bit, all right? Um, so um, if you look at number one, let me just read it for you guys, okay? Like her characters, Jane Austen was rejected for not being rich enough. So um, like, would you say that in the past, um, 
all was like based on wealth? Yes, pretty much. Especially for young ladies. If they weren't um, pretty enough, uh, they were supposed at, at least to have a, a great income. So it was like a dealing, right? It uh -huh. was business, it was not based on romance. No, it was not. Okay. The ones that got luck lucky to get married by love or just like mm -hmm. you can count on your hand okay um so guys the number the second one they say that mr darcy would be the equivalent of a rockefeller or a vanderbilt um so let's see yeah the characters in Pride and prejudice constantly exclaim over mr darcy's ten thousand pounds a year but how rich is that exactly um, so, the Telegraph in 2013, they calculated that if they adjusted um, for financial changes, it would be like 12 million pounds. So, like, if you put that into Jane Austen's um, uh, novel, right, uh, would you say that the reason that they wanted for, for uh, like the daughters to marry Mr. Darcy was mainly because of the money? Not the focus, not the focus of Elizabeth, mm -hmm. because she was not interested in those kind of things. Mm -hmm. The main character, mm -hmm. but I believe that in general, maybe her family changed the mind about him mm -hmm. because he was rich. Okay, okay. Um, I I don't actually remember because I've read this like a long time ago, you know, and. To be quite honest, it's not really my thing. Um, but, like, what do you think was the mindset of Jane Austen when she was, like, writing it? You mean Pride and Prejudice? Yeah, but, like, most of her books, really. I would say that probably she was um, trying to be critical and ironic. Because she, she was uh, extremely ironic about the society. Mm -hmm. her society mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that is very interesting because she uh, she never got married mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she had like uh, putting in in the vocabulary that we have nowadays she had kind of a crush or a boyfriend mm -hmm. yeah yeah that actually um, it never worked. Like when I watched, uh, th there's a film about it, I just don't know how much of it is true. Um, but like the idea that I get is that she just didn't get married because she fell in love with that guy, like who I don't remember the name. Um, and it felt like um, she decided consciously to not get married again because she, uh, there was no point in it. Actually, she could maintain herself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She, she, she is one of the, the examples of writers that we can say that could maintain mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with her own work. <clears throat> okay. The problem, I believe, that she was so um, bright, mm -hmm. I think, that no one could uh, handle her way, you know, mm -hmm. of thinking. Even her sister Cassandra that really got to know her. Okay, so like... Um, but this is my personal opinion. Okay, so Pride and Prejudice, um, I don't know if this is right, 
but uh, like the the central thing is the relationship amongst uh, the two sisters. Um, would you say um, that in her own way it was also like an opportunity for her to talk about um, her own life in a way? Yes, I truly, I truly, I truly believe that, especially because uh, Cassandra was extremely close to her, and I think that she was the one that put, wrote that made the 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 quote on her grave mm -hmm. specifically. So, um, what, like. Because I've read, I've watched um, the BBC series, uh, but actually when I, when they started watching the film, it sucked. Um, so how do you feel about those two things? Well, the movie, or the, I don't know, I, I think that the scenarios and... Um, the spaces that are that were used and even the the costumes they were extremely well um, produced mm -hmm. yeah pro yeah like production values they were like um, beautiful the but the um, also the characters they were built uh, I'm not so sure about her parents mm -hmm. Because they are kind of comic, you know. Uh, what do you mean by like comic? Yeah, it feels like she. It feels like the move, the the film made something. Mm -hmm. um, how can I explain that? Um, like to make it like dumb in a way. Yeah, exactly. Uh. They don't feel like the same parents that you you can see in the tv series for example okay, okay. especially her father her father seems very odd mm -hmm. and not so bright and he mm -hmm. was very bright okay okay makes sense like and also but, her mother you know, that's the thing is that because like when you've got adaptations or like film versions or tv series or whatever um i feel like um, they, they change the essence of the character so that's one of the issues that I usually take and like people just say that I'm like bickering or something um, but like um, I even refuse to watch like The Dark Tower because um, you know it was like completely wrong which um, I, if I'm not mistaken actually um, now they, they are like making this um, TV series about the Dark Tower to actually fix what it is in the film. Well, I haven't read Stephen King as you are mm -hmm. aware, but uh, when I watched the, the, his movies mm -hmm. or the movies based on his books, uh, I, I don't know, it feels like it, it is always, they are always missing something, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like I don't know I, if uh, I don't know, if it was like, related yeah. to the characters yeah, or yeah, the like scenario. Be because the beautiful thing about the doctor is like there's like this lesson, um, with like some power elements and also like a bit of sci-fi, you know. So like, 
um, if I read the intro for the first chapter, which is like the men in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed. Um, so like when you watch the film, this is like completely wrong, actually. Um, so guys, that's pretty much it. Um, that's a wrap up. Um, so next week we will um, approach um, both Salem's both, uh, Lot and Stephen King. Um, is there anything you'd like to say? I believe you said, uh, it's like Stefano just said, uh, we could keep on talking here about Pride and Prejudice and Jane Austen for a whole afternoon and we would still have a lot to discuss about it. Um, but there's some food for your thought. Yeah, that's pretty much it, you guys. So. Um, if you want to actually check it out, um, I'd say that the best way to go about this is to actually watch the BBC series, you know. Um, <laughs> if I were you, I would run away from the film version. I wouldn't run away, but I would say that the TV series is more accurate, you know, than the film. And it really shows you the, the characters and their personalities and well give it a try I think you should watch both to compare as well to see what are the positive and the negative negative aspects about both and that's it so in our next meeting we'll, we're gonna discuss it uh, more about Salem's Lot okay so see you later you guys have a good one yeah see ya bye